Welcome to episode four of the New Balances podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm joined here with my brothers, Timothy and Anthony, numbers two and three, respectively. I'm number one in the pecking order, and the only one not here tonight is Greg, our youngest brother. Tonight's episode, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, my brothers who are in uh, very serious relationships with their girlfriends, and... Uh, they have two children apiece, and I want to go down the road with these guys about talking about the development of those relationships, but as well as talking about um, how it felt when they found out that they were going to be dads. So guys, welcome to New Balances. Thank you. Thank you. So Tim, I guess we'll start with you. How did you and uh, your fiance meet? Uh, she was working at a restaurant slash bar and I would come in after softball and, uh, eat and drink a lot there. It's kind of a dick. Um, not gonna lie, but I kind of liked her. So played the elementary school way, you know, pick on her and stuff. So yeah. you'd say that, t- that tactic was successful for you. Oh, absolutely not. No, no, absolutely. she shot you down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. Now, when you say uh, you were a dick to her, what kind of dick things did you do? Um, well, it would be a bunch of us guys and shit like that. And they would pour ketchup and beers and bottles and make messes at the table, make her clean up. Like, oh, that's your job. That kind of dick shit. Oh, yeah. Stuff bartenders love. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah kind, of, kind of shit. Nice. So. And how did... Uh, you finally get to the point of being a dick to her and to her coworkers. How did you move from that realm into saying, "Mm, I know I kind of like you and I don't want to be a dick to you forever. So let's try to meet outside of uh, this environment. Uh, Well, after like a month or so, one of my buddies said something and talked me into asking her for a number. I did. Took her out on the date. I don't remember the first day. She said it was someplace. I said it was another place. I remember the one I took her there out back. And then um, but she accepted. And then we didn't see each other for a good. I mean, we hang out occasionally, but nothing really happened at all. And then she started seeing her ex. Again, and she went off and got married. Like an idiot. <laughs> So Timmy keeps looking off screen. So I'm guessing your fiancés are close. I'm reading the cue cards. You're reading the cue cards? Are you safe? Blink twice if you're safe. I'm safe. All right. So then after uh, being a dick, asking her out, she went and got married. And yeah. then... <laughs> it's your regular Cinderella story. Yeah. It's a good Cinderella story. You're... Yes, there's a movie in the making. I asked her out, so she married her ex. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I didn't realize I would win. I mean, to be fair, I think. No, I I think to be fair, she she pulled off the uh, out being a dick to the dick. No, she she said I uh, just didn't show interest. Really, I'm mean, to be honest with you, I kind of didn't. So, but I was really digging her. I just I sucked. I sucked. I was young, dumb, yeah, drunk. The elementary yeah. school uh, approach just didn't work out. Nope. On that one. Nope. Didn't. And then uh, she moved back here and went on a few more dates. And then she broke my fucking heart. And then, you know, we just uh, started seeing each other again. And then, uh, hey, Ryan, what's up? So, for those of you who don't know, Ryan is Timmy and Helena's firstborn, uh, beautiful baby girl and my first niece and first kid in the family the first kid in the family so the boys of the boys uh, yeah yeah first kid in the family of the the four boys and for those of you listening i we also have two stepsisters but that's an episode for maybe never or maybe later on down the line um but then uh anthony we'll move to you how did you and kayla meet I met a I met her through a through a buddy of mine. We uh, him and his wife were going to a Celtics game, and there was an extra ticket. And uh, my buddy's wife and Kayla they worked together, so I got the extra ticket and I went with her. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much how we met. I mean, so. Uh, so it just sort of hit it off at that first uh, meeting. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty, pretty antisocial and shy, so I didn't really talk to her much the entire time until, till afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not very, I'm not a big talker. No, I understand because I'm. But I know. I'll, like Anthony, in social situations, I also am more of a sit back person. <laughs> this is. <laughs> This is an outlet for me, so this is uh, how I sort of do my audio type journal, and yeah. I don't have to talk to people I don't want to talk to. So this is great for the introvert within me, and appeases the little bit of the extrovert that I have in me. Yeah, well, I mean that's good. You have this outlet, you know. I mean, I'll just tell somebody I don't want to talk to them right yeah. to their face. I don't, you know, that's, we all got our. We all have our different outlets, and you guys both play uh, softball, correct? Yeah. Yes, that is correct. You know, that's the... uh, It's a good social outlet. Yeah, say so. I mean, I met a lot of good people through that, playing softball. It's it's definitely fun. You play kickball, though. I mean, it's the same thing. Well, Don't you umpire? Don't you umpire softball, too? I am the uh, league manager for our softball league, uh, the head ref. I write the rules and train the umpires. Oh, okay. It's a social league. So we have like uh, drunk 20-year-olds in the Boston area. Um, and I've been working for them now for like two and a half, three years. And up until this past season, I haven't had to throw anybody out of a game. But uh, I had to toss somebody for getting drunk popping out to the catcher and then snapping a bat over his knee. Sounds like an angry drunk. He was. 
So anyway, before we get too far uh, off kilter here, you guys both have two children apiece. So yes. we know how you each met your uh, partners. How did you progress from uh, that initial meeting to the point of uh, having kids together? Was it um, sort of an or organic growing of the relationship or was it? Um, uh... Well, you see my pullout games week. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that is that is how I ended up with children. You should know by now. <laughs> You're about to have one yourself. So because I have a predominantly religious uh, following of people, uh, who oh, listen, those being right, so what, what I mean when my pullout game is weak, it means you I don't mean... have to tell them what it means. <laughs> Science that doesn't we understand the biology of it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but thank you for your descriptiveness. Hey. <laughs> Anytime, I was gonna say the same thing, but I'm like, oh man, I'm trying to be good. Uh, well, I did hey. put the explicit tag on this episode and the podcast at large for when you guys uh do uh grace us with being uh, special guests so that pitter patter is my son not wanting to go to bed oh case uh, is he over here or is he uh, uh he's he, 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 might be, he might be back he might he be might back. be back hmm. we will see oh i hear crying in the background that was, a I cough. was coughing that was a cough okay so pull out game is weak you each have two kids, so you didn't learn from the first error in your game, and you went with the same approach. So, yeah, it just feels so much better that way. You know? <laughs> so good that I got a vasectomy. Yes, I did hear about that. You yeah. took the picture out of the game. Everybody can still go to bat. You know what I mean? Thank God, there's no DH rule for you. Getting lost. Yeah, okay, that's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So um, where were we? Uh, where were we going with yeah, this? We, we were going with, with that conversation of you and your partners. I wasn't sure if it was a conscious decision to have children, or if it yeah. was um, something that happened. And what was your reaction when you found out? I was super excited. Elena cried. <laughs> You know, because I've always wanted kids, and she was she's uh, she's three years younger than me, so she was just starting her, you know, adult life. Yeah, I mean, I was already in it. like I already did my partying and shit, so I was kind of and uh, so she kind of cried a little bit. She still does to this day. <laughs> happy tears, though, right? Oh yeah, they're all happy tears. <laughs> Great moments. Yeah, no, for me and Kayla, we uh we had talked about having kids and so I mean it wasn't it wasn't a big surprise when when it finally came to, you know, when when she peed on that old stick and it said pregnant, it wasn't a big surprise, you know. I mean, we we were we were trying, so I mean, it was it worked out obviously for good reasons for my firstborn, Amelia. She is a little spitball, you know. She's just spitting image of you. Yeah, she's so my twin. Cute. Yeah, she's my twin. She's just a wall of fire running around, blatantly defying anything that anybody says. You know? So just like you. Yeah, she is. She is. Uh, she's a hot ticket for sure. And uh, when 
Kayla wanted to do like a little gender reveal. It was small. It was uh, I was I really really I wanted a boy. I wanted my first child to be a boy. Same. And when she uh, she got like a balloon. Her friend got a balloon. We popped the balloon and. When she popped the balloon and I saw pink fall out, I mean, I'm not gonna say I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, no, I wasn't disappointed, but you know, it was just, she was overjoyed. She wanted a little girl because she already has Ethan, you know, Ethan, my stepson, he's 11. But um, I thought I, I'm not saying I was, I was disappointed, like I said, but you know, I mean, once she came into this world, I was just like blown away. I can't even imagine having a son now. Yeah, like every guy wants a boy, you know, first and. And you have your daughter. You and think it's like you think you do. You think yeah. you want a boy. But you, you have a little girl. You have a little girl. Changes you. Hardcore mm-hmm. changes you. Like dad had always said, he said, once you have your, once you have a kid, like once you have your first kid, it's like a switch goes off inside of you, and that's the truest thing, like uh, that he's ever said. Like a switch went off inside of me. I love I love my girls more than anything, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't wouldn't even wouldn't change it for anything. I love it. So similarly, when uh, Betty and I found out that she was pregnant, uh, we definitely wanted a boy first, but uh, I was overjoyed when we had our gender reveal and we found out that we were having uh, a girl. And I remember having a dream about a month before the gender reveal that I had come home from uh, my first job and I got ready for my second job, but I wanted to take a nap. So I took a nap, sort of had my head on her lap and I woke up and looked at her and she looked back down at me and said, we're having a girl. And in the dream, I just closed my eyes and went back to sleep. I didn't acknowledge it. So I was like, I woke up and I was like, uh, how do I, how do I talk to her about this? Was this real life or was this a dream? I have no idea. And I went through most of the weekend thinking, that you were in the doghouse uh, i was in the doghouse yeah and then i asked her when i got home uh, from work a couple of days later i said did i wake up did you tell me that we were having a girl and did i react uh in a not so great way she said no have you been thinking of that you did i said yes i thought <laughs> that that was a very real scenario and i didn't handle it well and she said nope i don't know uh so Super kind of, yeah. You kind of had a little sign there, huh? Yeah, a little, little sign there. So we got a baby girl coming in November, and uh, it was it was a, a road to get to this point for us. Yep. So the road that uh, we had to go down, um, Betty's a couple years uh, older than I am, and when we. Uh, we first found out that uh, she was pregnant. That was back in uh, May of 2020. Uh, And we were over the moon excited, uh, but the excitement was short-lived and uh, she had a miscarriage uh, that same month, which was devastating and difficult uh, for her and for me and, uh, for us, but thankfully, um, since it was basically the onset of the quarantine, we had uh, the time to uh, process and heal together and uh, continue to keep trying um, to 
to get pregnant again and uh, we were successful. We ended up uh, seeking the help of uh, medical uh, trained people who deal with this stuff, fertility doctors. Um, and they were able to help us to get pregnant. So we're excited to have baby Ava coming into the world. Oh, you got a name. We got, we had names, uh, before we were even, uh, before we were married, we had names picked out when we were dating. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just sad to come up with Ava. But, uh, That's yeah. cool. What's uh, got a middle name? Uh, that one we are saving. Okay. Yeah. Keeping that one back. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we. I mean, I remember. I know it was a a little bit of a road for you guys to to travel down. I mean, I I remember talking with you a little about it, and I'm very happy that you guys are were successful during quarantine, mm-hmm. if you will. A lot of practice. A lot of practice. There team, you go. team building exercises. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm really happy for both of you. Yeah, We're not sure how Jameson's going to react uh, to having the baby around. We're hoping it's going to be positive, but uh, he's been great with uh, Betty's nieces and nephews when they come over and sleep over. He's super excited to be with them. Um, what are you? Uh, what are you most nervous about about being a dad? Um, failure. Dude, it goes through every man's head. Yeah. Um, if I uh, have any advice for you, Kayla wanted me to go and just take like the basics. There was like these basic classes and I told her no. <laughs> I told her no. I will learn as I go. That was bold. Don't do it. Don't I, take I, the classes or don't I, say no. I would say take the classes. I said no and I didn't do them. I would. <laughs> me and Helena did a birthing class. That's fun because there's 16 other couples in there and they're telling you different pressure points and moves and holds and they put one in doggy style and grab her hips. Helena, and that's how we got into this uh, mess. You know? I, was like, I told the teacher, I was like, this is how we got into this mess. This is why every guy is here. And they all cracked up. But yeah, uh, the birthing one, that's where they're going to need you the most. I don't yeah. know what you guys are doing, but do the birthing one. Yeah, we're definitely planning on taking a birthing class. Um. Yeah, you're not squeamish. Nah, you'll be alright. I've picked up people's fingers off of uh, construction <laughs> sites before. It's not a finger coming out. Huh? You saw the finger. <laughs> I said it's not a finger coming out. No. You're like, oh, there's the head. It's so tiny. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. So, nah, were you cool. guys uh, at the action end of things, or did you stand up close to your partner's head? I'm old fashioned. Um, I wanted to be in the waiting room <laughs> if I could. Did Kayla listen. let that happen or no? No, no. <laughs> but Kayla knew how unprepared I was. So Kayla called her mother. Her mother was in the delivery room. I saw some things with uh with us. So I stood by her, I stood by Kayla's shoulder and I was holding You're doing her hand. great, sweetie. Yeah, that's it. I was <laughs> You were holding a hand? I was, I was holding a thigh. I was holding her hand. <laughs> I was telling how great she was doing. You know, Betty was preparing. And she said, they're probably going to have you hold my leg up. <laughs> so yeah, she gets like, a, what's that thing? Epidural. epidural yeah. Because yeah. Kayla got an epidural and her right leg just went completely numb. It was just all over the place. Falling off the, falling off the bed. Like it was just, it was a completely paralyzed. Didn't work at all. And uh, 
So like I said, I was up by I was up by her shoulder and her mom was down there. And uh her mom even asked me a couple times, Do you wanna you wanna come down here? Do you wanna see this? I said, No, I'm good up here. I mean, but once Amelia did come out, you know, I cut the cord and it was it was I don't even know. Beautiful, beautiful disaster. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Beautiful disaster? For me, yeah. I mean, For I, you. I, is I, it... Yeah, I visited, uh, you know, south of the equator. That's, so. Is that what you call it? That's what I'm calling it. Uh, <laughs> I still remember uh, I happened to be in Florida when uh, Ryan was born. And it was back in the day when I was still... Uh, studying to be a priest so I was wearing a clerical collar and I was walking into the maternity ward and I remember the nurse's station kind of freaking out that a priest was walking into the maternity ward I said no no no, I'm here to to visit my uh, brother and uh, the new baby and Helena of course and it was before Ryan was born and I walked into the room and we were hanging out and Helena was talking and having a good time and you could tell that she was in labor, but it, it got to a certain point. She goes, okay, it's time for you to go. <laughs> and yeah, I was yeah. like hundred uh, percent received and went out into the waiting room. And while we were in the waiting room, um, you could hear like there was some sort of chime that played whenever a baby was born that played over the PA system. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then uh, we had to wait to meet uh, Miss Ryan. Ryan, Ryan took a while, right? Ryan took three days. Three days, yeah. That's what I thought I remember. Yeah. Like she was, um, she was, in, well, she lost all her amniotic fluid. I think that's right. That's the science term. Yeah, I got the cue card saying, "Yeah, thumbs up." So. Yeah. And then <clears throat> you, no, I called you. You drive me because I was freaking the f out. Yep. Uh, we um, uh, we were speeding up uh, seventy five. Yeah. Three days later, you know, finally induced and all that. She, uh, Helena had a hell of a pregnancy. Like what these women go through. No joke. Wow. No joke. Like huge applaud to them. And it's not fun for us men either. You know, I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Anthony is a quintessential. (laughs) (laughs) So so you're having things thrown at you? Yes. No, that's why I said beautiful disaster. I'm getting a look like, because. Helena had some medical issue down there. Then another water bottle is going to be thrown out of her head in a second. But like You're they, they had a, they had a cutter, obviously. Women know um, that right there. Even the healing process, like I felt bad. It was very tough on her. And then pushing for two and a half days because the nurse told her she was ten centimeters when she was only you know eight. And, mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Even, you don't know what what you're gonna get when the time comes. I mean, Amelia, Amelia was she got stuck. So I mean, the the doctor basically took like a plunger once her head came out a little bit and like suctioned it right to her head and was just was like she, yanking her. Did she become like a little bit of a cone head type? Oh, Ryan did. Cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Ryan had a cone head. That was I'm... one. That was one of the scariest <laughs> things, like seeing her getting yanked out. Like it was just. I was like, fuck, is this baby going to be all right afterwards? They're pretty resilient from what I understand. Yeah. It was it was freaky. No, uh, the whole going back to it, though, failure. Every day you learn, you know, and when you have a good partner, they kind of bring you back to earth because, you know. It's definitely scary. 
Uh, yeah. Just you're going to have days where you are questioning yourself and being a dad and if you're doing a good enough job and being a good husband and going to work and doing all that. But, you know, you got to be able to have your channel where you could talk to someone. And Yeah, you got to have your group of friends who yeah. bounce uh, ideas off of and situations and scenarios. and Absolutely. Yeah, that's what's going with it. Yeah, I think uh, for me, because Betty now is... Uh, five months pregnant. Uh, we just were 21, almost 22 weeks pregnant. And by we, I mean her. She reminds me, I am not pregnant. She's the one. When you start pregnant. gaining weight, bud, you're pregnant too. Yeah. How are you doing with that? <laughs> My weight? I'm still fat. <laughs> you are saw you, me a couple you, weeks ago at your daughter's uh, birthday party. Are you are you putting are you putting on pregnancy weight? No, I'm not. I did. I did. Hard with Amelia. I did not like, put on. Any. They they want to. They have such a their eyes and their stomach go. I'm I'm hungry, and then the baby's like, No, nah, I'm taking all your stomach room, and then you're eating for two. It's like I'm ordering what I want. When I learned later on, like nah, I'm just, I'll wait till you guys are done, and I'll eat whatever's left over. So that's then yeah. uh, with Kayla. Her doctor said that she needed to be she needed to be gaining more weight, and uh, so Kayla went on like this. Basically, was drinking like this protein shake, like a whey, like a to gain weight, you know, gain weight for uh, for the pregnancy, and I tasted one and I thought it was delicious. So every time she made one, I was eating them too. And fuck, man, <laughs> let me tell you, I put on weight quick. I feel on like top it, of that eating, would be one of those scenes in uh, Mean Girls when they're feeding the the bars to that cheerleader girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh no, so for uh us here with Betty, you know, I noticed that she's tired a lot. She's um don't just suck it up. No, no, don't, don't do that. No, don't don't no. do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, her her tiredness and that fatigue. Was that was Timmy. <laughs> uh you know, she legitimately does feel bad that she is uh, hey, tired man. and fatigued. And the only thing that I can tell her is, listen, you're growing another person inside of you. Your your body has grown extra organs to accommodate this. Like your body is going through a lot. I know that. Don't don't worry about it. And like you said, Tim, earlier, having a good partner is, you know, it's all about picking up uh, the other one when they need the help. Yeah, like I, I have my days and she has her days and we, you know, go off of that snack break. What, yeah, what are you guys getting for the snack? Ooh, Twix candy popcorn. pops. Oh, Twix popcorn. I'll, I'll sit here and continue drinking my, my liquid oh, snack. Snickers. There it is. So, yeah, having a good partner definitely is awesome. Communication, learned how to communicate over the last you know, year or so. I'm still not good at it. Still get yelled at. I was going to say, I remember back when we were younger, you were not the greatest at communicating. You would, no, man. You would get so over, like, I still do. And you'd, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a type A, you know, overthinker. Um, and I keep to myself. So, Right there. Kinda. I think that's a family trait. We all kind of yeah. keep to ourselves. There is. Yeah. And then, you know, put it all down. And then that one fight about, you know, leaving a fork in the dishwasher 
you know, or in the sink, you know, that will just set it you all comes off. Out. Yeah. It all comes out. Not that that was a real fight. I'm just saying, like, that's something really, stupid. Something stupid to make you blow up. So we don't have big blow up uh, fights, but there are instances when uh, I will annoy her with the little things that I do. Like, for instance, Your I'll presence. Love- yeah, yeah, no, that's one of mine. <laughs> the presence, your yeah. presence, your presence. Yeah. Oh like my that presence? drives no. that drives that drives her crazy. So sometimes. no, like for me, it would be uh, when I'm uh, cooking, I'll break an egg and I'll throw the egg into the sink. We don't oh, have at least you. At least we you don't do have we don't have a garbage disposal because guess where mine go? Right back in the container, and that's a no no. That's a big no no. <laughs> No, so I throw them into the sink, and then I'm like, oh, I'll just take care of this later, and then I forget about it. And when it comes back to it, it's like, why'd you do that? Why couldn't you just walk it over? I was like, because I was gonna do it later. Um, but I have later, to I hope you do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, <laughs> it's never. <laughs> I hope you do it. But uh, all mine is the dishwasher is a constant battle. Oh yeah, loaded. We've got a real good system worked out. Like, what's that? I put it in. Yeah, you do. And she she takes it out and puts it away, and that goes for the dishwasher and the laundry. Well, with the exception of I'll bring the laundry down and back up, but she folds it and then puts it away. What are you whispering about there? Nothing. Nothing. It was nothing. Full of shit. Uh, he just gave me an opening and I fucking blew it. Blew it. Blew when it. you said, so, you know, I put it in and like, like I could be like, ah, this is how, this is why we're on the podcast. You know? Hey. Talking about fatherhood. At some yeah. point, I'm going to ask dad to be on and talk to him about uh, how it felt for him. Uh, when he Probably good, you know, at the time. Probably good, yes. Fatherhood? Oh, no. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fatherhood, yeah. No, I, I did the math, and I'm pretty sure, like, I was conceived a little bit before the Red Sox lost to the Mets in the World Series. Yeah, that's what I did, too. What was the... No, I didn't do that, Adam. No, you didn't do that? You weren't curious no. when... I get curious oh, Timmy's definitely he's curious. Just... He's tried to touch my wiener, like, six times today already. It was once. He asked me to shower with him. I save water. It's Florida. We're in a drought. No, we're not. So. No, you're not. You were just flooded from <laughs> from Elsa. Because yeah. we also got some flooding here, but yeah, not as bad as uh, where you're at in beautiful Northport. Uh, Dad was on here. Brought me the new patches. So <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, Dad. Dad. Uh. No pun intended. Banged him out. I mean, all of us are really close in age and closer now that we're, you know, older. Uh, the thing I try to tell Ryan every day and what dad told me is like, you're going to fight with him now, but later they're going to be your best friend. And it's kind of true. I have a good relationship with all of you. I mean, we don't talk a lot. Uh, me and Aunt talk a lot, but, you know, you're busy, especially what's going on. You're working late, you know. Yeah, I'm working late four nights a week as a second job. I work a lot, you know. What he's trying to say is, I mean, we'll all – We'll all be there we'll, for each other. Yeah, it comes down to it. We'll all be there for each other on the drop of a hat. It's really hundred percent what it yeah. is. But, you know. And then, um, just sort of continuing on uh, with our theme here of the pregnancies 
and having kids. Uh, so you each have two. We've heard about Ryan and Amelia. Uh, the second one, was it? Oh, God, you always got to worry about the second one. I need was a second, it I need always... a second podcast in case. Oh, God, man. <laughs> that kid. Right. Oh, he's Tell the man. He's, all, he's a I, legend. That's all I need to say. Ants hasn't laughed this hard in a long time. In a long time. I've been here kid. for like three days. Case, Case, Case is putting uh, Amelia down, like no joke. And he wears clothes to bed. Now he was putting, not, not to sleep, I don't like to, I mean, to sleep, but like you made a face. But he's putting him down to go to, to go to bed. And then Case walks out bare ass, naked with a pull up on and just like swinging it. And it's time. <laughs> yeah, it was like a rally towel. Yeah, it's like, woo <laughs> it around. For round two. He is a legend. Yeah, the kid is funny. I still love the Don't picture. The picture you sent us, Tim, of Case holding a little girl's hand at preschool and like walking towards the camera. Hey, he's Mr. Studio Girl, that's for sure. <sighs> he's a legend. And Aunt, tell us a little bit about Miss Sloan. Sloan, she is a saint. You know, she she just eats, she sleeps, she's quiet. She's just the complete opposite of Amelia. You know, she's just for now, I mean, she's almost four months old. Case was that way. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> she's so, just she's just a peach. She's a, uh, I didn't unfortunately. Um, I had COVID when when Sloan was born. I couldn't I couldn't be there. So I heard this, and it brought up an interesting point in the interconnectivity of our uh, two families. You know. Um, and two families, I mean the Dupree line and then everybody else. Because I know that you had COVID. I think Kayla had COVID too. It did, yep. And then um, where you guys live in southeastern Massachusetts, uh, my wife's brother is an OBGYN at the hospital where um, both Amelia and Sloan were delivered. And he, unbeknownst to him, helped to deliver... Um, my baby your baby, baby girl yep because when kayla was texting us i was still sleeping um and she's in the group snapchat she had said uh, your brother delivered the baby and i immediately thought oh sloan was born at home anthony delivered her that's awesome and terrifying oh, all at the same time and um Kayla said, no, Betty's brother. I was like, that makes more sense. Yes. Because <laughs> he's the doctor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, like I said, I, I could not be there. It was just, she had a, she, she had been complaining for like, uh, I don't know, maybe like a couple weeks that she was like itchy, 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 itchy. So she went to the doctor. The doctors told her she had a blood infection and that she needed to come in right away. So it was like a little scary and so I mean, so she went in, and I couldn't be there. It was, it was, it was terrible. It was just heartbreaking not being able to be there for her being born. Yeah, I mean, luckily her mom was there again to save, uh, save the day. But definitely sucked. I feel like COVID has robbed a lot of dads of that, um, of those. Yeah, right, you probably milestones. can't go. Through. You can't go to a lot of like... I hadn't been able to go to a lot of the things until um, just recently. I was able to go to the anatomy scan. Um, 
which we have to go for a second round for because she wouldn't uh, show us her face on the ultrasound. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, but I couldn't go to a lot of the different uh, appointments. Even when we were at the uh, fertility uh, doctor, like we had to go to separate appointments. So it was, I felt like in the beginning, it was kind of uh, robbing um, me, but also other guys uh, from that, from the scenario of, or situation of going in finding like, out doing the initial how it should be right ultrasounds like, just, like how, how the norm like how it should be you know right I mean, it's just... and now they talk about the new normals and stuff and i'm just like but we're not getting into the politics of it all but um you know so i thought it was an interesting uh tidbit that my wife's brother helped to deliver my brother's baby small world you know very small world that's Massachusetts for you. It's just that. It's just that. Uh, so what do you guys got on tap the rest of the week while you're uh, down there in Florida on vacation? I'm going to go to the beach tomorrow, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to the beach. We're going to Boca tomorrow. I'm going to go to the beach, you know, and then uh, I'm going to go see Graham. Yeah. Maybe shoot uh, some guns. Maybe shoot some guns. It's yep. always fun. Stuff you're not allowed to do up north. You can do it. There's plenty of indoor well, ranges and stuff. You just don't have to fill out paperwork. You don't have to fill out paperwork because they can do it in their back. Because it's Florida. You can do whatever you want. Welcome to God's country. Alien. You know your brother. <laughs> He's been making fun of my accent this whole damn time. Well, mm. you have assimilated well to Floridian life. Good yeah. thing, right? I mean, kid grew up. In the Northeast. He did, but he got out of the Northeast as quickly as he could. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying, well, how did the accent just disappear? I mean, none of us had heavy Rhode Island accents growing up. Yeah, yeah, we did. As soon as I moved down here, I got made fun of. Just saying ahs and cars and bars and, you know, the where the R is supposed to be. That's and now, now I say y'all and I draw some shit out and it's like... I just look at him. What the fuck are you saying? Yeah. I have no idea. Anyway, when's the uh, when's Ava's due date? November twenty first, eleven twenty one twenty one. Want to do a pool? Uh, maybe. I mean, the last time the family ran a pool, it was when was Adam leaving seminary? Apparently. Yeah, I think Rebecca won. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> she wins everything. Yeah, she's very lucky. Should put this on Snapchat so she can see it a day late. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. What so, else? What else you got for us? Um just shooting the breeze. Uh I was thinking, I was remembering to when I was down there when Ryan was born. I remember Timmy had this shirt, Dads Against Daughters Dating, D-A-D-D. And I've been thinking about uh, that now that the firstborn for all of us is going to be a girl. And what are some of your hopes and fears as your baby girls grow up? 
can I give you advice? You can absolutely give me advice. It's from someone else, but <clears throat> treat him with respect. Um, show your love towards your woman as you would want her boyfriend or significant other to show them so they know how to be treated. Um, to don't be so strict on everything because then they're just going to want to push away. Drive them away, yeah. Drive them away. And I did that a little bit, and I saw, like, how she would lean. Me and Ryan have a great bond from, you know, birth. You know, Helena got sick right after birth, and me and Ryan have that big bond, and Helena does with Case because, you know, she wasn't sick. Daddy's girl and mama's boy. Yeah, I mean, it's true, but, you know. <clears throat> yeah, don't don't do that. Don't be so strict. You know, let them know that they have an outlet to come to and talk to them about their everydays. You know what they're learning, who's picking on them in school. I agree with that, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I'm also not worried about Amelia, because from what I've seen from her so far, is that she can handle herself. Uh thousand percent. Yeah, she'll have no problem. Yeah, Ryan's a little more sensitive, so I got a little worried. Yeah. Well, Ryan's got some pretty – she's got some uh, some serious uncles, so she'll, she'll be all right. Yeah. Greg will talk. And Case. Me. She has Case, too. She has Case. 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 God, <laughs> he is. He is. He's a brick shit house. that kid. A brick shit house. <laughs> I feel like uh... – Case reminds me of Anthony with his like sort of disregard for bodily harm for himself and just goes into every situation headlong, just jumps right into it. He scraped his knee the other day <clears throat> running down the driveway. He looked at it, said, ow, like Peter Griffin. He did it. <laughs> he was like, ah, ow. I was like, you good? And he's like, yeah, it's totally fine. Like, doesn't feel a damn thing. I mean, he, he's like, ow, but like, yeah, the running joke when we were growing up was if somebody ripped off Anthony's arm, he'd pick it up and beat them with it. I see a lot of like, you know, I mean, especially growing up with, you know, all of us being so close and everything like that. Um, all of us in case, you know, all of us. And oh, the kid's going to be something. He's the only boy right now so far. You know, he's, well, I'm not going to have another one, so. Oh, you don't know. Yeah. Sometimes the well, you wish that Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I wake up in the morning at a piss excellence. <laughs> Big red. Um, look, have you started looking up your dad jokes and shit? I mean, anytime Betty says I'm tired or I'm hungry, I hit her with the high hungry or high tired, and she just <laughs> rolls her eyes, sucks her teeth, and says no, thank you. And did that to me with Ryan yesterday. She's like, I'm tired. And I was like, hi, tired. I'm done. And Aunt just looked at me from the couch like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> we heard that. We heard that enough from dad over the years. What are some of your uh, go-to dad jokes? Uh, Ryan says she's cold. I tell her to go stand in the corner. And she's like, well, I'm like, it's 90 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Carpentry joke. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just got a bunch of them. Oh, Case, Case had a uh, – I think he had something – Play screwdriver in the back seat. Can't, I have to ask Elena, but like, case because I tell him all my tools are sharp. Sharp. Ryan had a dinosaur tail, and she goes, "Ooh, it's sharp." So I took the dinosaur, and I was like, I asked the dinosaur to Ryan. I was like, 
what's four plus four? And he didn't answer. I was like, he's not so sharp now. And I threw the dinosaur back out there. Or <laughs> 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 shit like that. It would just flow. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a natural rite of passage as soon as uh, the baby's here or once they can start to talk. Like, it's just going to be so much worse for Betty and uh, for your for your ladies about the awesome dad jokes that just you're not thinking about them. They just sort of are imbued into your mind and they just come out Mm -hmm. or you Mm -hmm. hear something and you're like, I need to need to figure out a way to work this into my uh, Rolodex here. Uh, I mean, I got a lot of jokes, but not suitable for the podcast. No, I mean, like, you know, that mortal Kombat was uh, pretty much based off a Scandinavian church. I did not know that. Yeah, so finish him. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying so hard not to laugh. Just let it happen. (laughs) I can't wait to tell all the dad jokes as they come. But, uh, you know, one of the things that will forever be a benefit to me is having you two uh having kids ahead of me to give me advice and you know for me to bounce ideas off of you because you've been there before you can certainly bounce uh ideas off of us Uh, yeah yeah. we're still (laughs) fucking learning dude (laughs) i mean you've seen our kids you want advice (laughs) when i first asked if you'd be guests on uh the podcast you Timmy replied, let us speak to our managers. So I'll ask Kayla and Helena for advice before I come to the That's, two of you. That would be That's intelligent. That would be intelligent. Not that we're whipped or nothing, right, Ben? Yeah. Blink twice if you're feeling okay. <laughs> um, but um, likewise, you know, when you guys want to cross that threshold uh, to marriage, even though I gave you guys all a 10-year head start, I went ahead and left seminary and got married before you guys you so sure if did you ever need any advice in that regard uh i'm here to be uh, a help to you guys and teach you the ways of the ring all right easy there fucking frodo <laughs> my precious yeah all right guys i, I know it's late it. it's uh yeah. 10 o'clock here on the east coast we're on the east coast too it's florida i know but i got listeners uh in uh belgium germany hawaii oh, get the, australia get the finishing, huh? nine <laughs> but we got listeners all over the globe we got 200 downloads so far um hopefully we could uh double your your number with this podcast but i hope so i know it was kind of all over the place but that's just all how over we the roll. place but that's how that's how it is with us that's um, how we roll Change the dirty diapers. Yes. I got to learn all about uh, how to change the dirty diapers. I know how to clean up uh, poop from around male junk, but I have no idea. I'm sure that there's different uh, mechanisms and ways for changing a girl's diaper. So it's going to be... Pick a wipe and then um, pick a lot more and like a shit ton more and then buy stock in it because you're going to go through wipes. (laughs) That's for sure. 
Yeah. That's for damn sure. First diaper I changed that I was allowed to change, I should say, because I didn't take those classes, is uh, Amelia had these brand new booties that she had just gotten. They were as white as could be. Yeah. And uh, she just curb stomped all in her diaper. <laughs> just, got all the legs. Like, uh, yeah, got, got all I, lost, I lost a leg. I lost a leg and she <laughs> She was just like a fucking flipper, boom, 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 right in it. It was just or, a mess. Or I started yelling for Kayla. <laughs> Kayla, help! <laughs> Come help! Sleep exhausted and not put one back on her, and then let her go in the bathroom in her onesie. I just did that the other day. I just I put Amelia's diaper on Sloan, and it was like yeah. up Gigantic. to her. Yeah, it was up to her, up to her nipples, and I just put the onesie right back on her and sent her <laughs> on her way. Just. Here you go, kid. You're going to sleep anyway. <laughs> like, You're fine. Yeah. It'll hold more. You're all right. <laughs> it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, all right, guys. Classes and uh, call us if you need us. Yeah, I will. Thank you for no uh, for being here, for being a resource to me, and um, for being guests on my podcast. I love you guys, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, go fuck yourself. Love you too. <laughs> Yeah, Anthony always up. ended <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, bye. bye.